Really Dad, the podcast. Welcome to Really Dad, a show where me and my father just talk about things. And our hope is that you can draw from this how to have a better relationship with your teenager if you're a parent or your uh, parent if you're a teenager. Uh, I believe that we have a good uh, communication and that we have a good relationship, so uh, we hope that you can draw something from it. Hey, that's awesome. Thanks for saying so. Put a little light on the situation. All right. Now we remembered everything. Welcome, everybody. We've had a pretty... Uh, we're a little late this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't really have a schedule, so... No, no. We get to do whatever we want. You know, for all, all of our... Um, 30 listeners, mm-hmm. we get to do what we want. After we get to, like, either episode <laughs> 10 or, like, 100 listeners, then we yeah. have to, like, get on our game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will. Um, we have a story to tell, though. We had, so, uh, th- today's Saturday. Last Saturday, it was just Max and I at the house. Uh, uh, the other kids were at the cabin, and um, uh, we decided to take our one wheels and uh, go to downtown Calgary, uh-huh. and we were riding around uh, Eau Claire area, which is a really beautiful place just along the river. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we're doing, we're we're having a great time, zipping around. We're actually moving on the paths really fast, and then Dad decided to ride through the steps and stuff around the Eau Claire Center there, and I saw this particularly nasty curb. Yeah, and so it was like there was. A sidewalk, but the curb there, it was like normal, but then there was a bump. Yeah, like it I like think there was a good drop like two, down. three inches. Oh, yeah. And anyway, uh, rather than being smart, stopping, picking up my one wheel, walking over it, and you know, I was feeling particularly confident that day and thought, ah, if I go fast enough, I'll just hop right off of this. Well, the problem is, is the bump, like the recess, because uh, the concrete didn't wasn't flush with the curb it actually dropped mm-hmm. um down so when i came off the curb uh my tail dropped down into that recess in the concrete and dragged a bit which you know obviously startled my body a little and my board still had a bit of sand in it from when we were out on the coast and so my grip wasn't very good on the board my foot slid off my other foot was still on the board. It continued, and I did a beautiful set of splits and twisted my knee up pretty bad. I felt and heard a pop. And uh, <laughs> how long was I laying on the ground? I don't know. I felt like 10, five, 10 seconds. Yeah, I don't think it was particularly long that I was down, but I got up. Max is, like, really worried. He's like, you okay, Dad? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, after, I, after I saw him, like, go off that curb and fall, uh-huh. I immediately stopped. So I didn't also go off that curve? Yeah, smart kid. Yeah. yeah. Good thing I led the way. <laughs> and then... I think it would have been better if I got injured because you have work, I don't. Well, we figured it out anyway. I was still able to work. We uh, So Max, after that was okay, I said no. And I know enough about being injured and, you know, the body that... I knew I had about 10 minutes before shock ran out. So, like, when you get initially hurt, that shock hits, your body's full of adrenaline, it's trying to protect you, keep you safe, give you that 
extra boost you need to get away from the danger if you're just attacked by an animal or something. Mm-hmm. The so walk we, to the car felt longer than 10 minutes. It sure did. And Max was really helpful. He, he you know, carried the, my board for part of the way. And then um, I we got to a point where we could see the car and, you know, it was just taking too long carrying the boards. So Max watched the boards and I hobbled as quickly as I could to the car. And the closer and closer I got, the more it hurt. There was a couple in front of me on the road that were walking quite slow. And with social distancing, I can't really pass them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hobbled behind them for a while, get to the car. And as I went to, you know how you kind of twist and get in the car? Mm-hmm. You always put down your left leg and that's the one I hurt. And so yeah. I put all my weight on my left leg and my knee just buckled under me. And so then I get in the car, close the door, and screamed as loud as I could. It hurt so bad. And, you know, waited until, I, you know, screaming didn't help anymore. <laughs> and then started up the car and went and picked up Max on the boards. And, uh, yeah, it was – and because it, it was about a 30-minute drive home from I there. I think so, yeah. Yeah, at least. And so just the pain, you know, escalating and coming on. But uh, I just told my body that it was um, – it wasn't pain. It was the result of extra, uh, um, you know, drugs. <laughs> you know, I don't know anyone who's tra- who's played around with stuff, but there's this sensation that, you know, sometimes when you're using substances, you know, even cannabis, you think it's, you know, these things happen to your body. You get a little worried, um, but you have to just trust that it's normal. It's going to pass. It's it's nothing crazy. So I tried to convince my brain that what was happening to me was actually a pleasurable experience and not a painful experience. And it worked enough to get us home. And then Max helped me hobble into the house. And uh, You had to crawl up the stairs. Crawl up the stairs and pretty much was in bed for two days. Yeah. Two days or so. And then I had to work. But uh, the next day I went to urgent care, got it all x-rayed. That was fine. I checked the... Um, I uh, got an ul- ultrasound requisition to go get that done. That was a couple of days later. And each day, it just, the swelling went down and I was able to move a little bit better. You know, we got a knee brace and a crutch. And so I was able to work, hobbling around with crutches for two days. And uh, this past week, I've just been wearing the, or the last few days of work, I just used the knee brace and I was able to get around. So I was very grateful to have such a, caring and kind son to take care of his daddy over the weekend and uh, get me through it. So it was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At first you thought you tore your LCL. Yeah. And uh, when they checked the ultrasounds, uh, the ultrasound tech actually checked more than what was uh, on the requisition. So it was good because he found a small tear at the popliteal tendon at the back of my knee. But the LCL was actually okay. Just uh, And then just all the swelling I had, um, my quads, because where would I tore part of my quad but uh it's just all the swelling so it's all good i'm gonna be able to fix it myself i just need to um you know be patient with my body but the fact that i can walk without crutches already within a week it's pretty good feeling pretty positive yeah so yeah very interesting week that way um it was also maxwell's birthday Mm -hmm. you turned don't say i don't want people to know my age oh really Nah. oh because you're so old no, I just want to keep it a secret. <laughs> okay. If anyone is listening, um, yeah, send us a comment. Guess how old Maxwell's age is. Go to uh, wh- wherever you listen to your podcast, make a 
uh, a rating. Give us five stars and then uh, comment yes. how old you think Max is. <laughs> yeah. Just rate it. Rate it five stars. Just give a description on why you like it. And uh-huh. then just under that, yeah. like a good distance under that, just guess. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we, we uh, got some interesting comments today from some people that have been listening to the podcast. And um, one person just talking to her daughter about, you know, what, uh, listening and how she's just, she was rolling on the floor, laughing with Max, some of the things he was saying. <laughs> so we're happy someone's enjoying this and laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, he had a great birthday. It was really nice. So we went to, um, hung around downtown, got him treated, made by Marcus. And it, was, it was a nice day. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else, it's just Chris and I and Max here at the house right now. So once all the kids all get back, we'll probably do a, a birthday dinner with Max. Um, anything you want to share this week about what's happened? Nothing really excited happened to me, no. Yeah? Working hard on saving the universe? I'm doing jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you start school soon? I think so, yeah. Okay. So you're getting the all of that do-nothing feeling out of your body? Yeah, and I have to look for a job. Yeah. Yeah. Lots coming up, school, and then you can get a job. Uh, Around where we live, not a lot of the places hire anyone under 16. There's very few jobs you can do under 16. Um, I think, and you have to be 15 for almost any job in -hmm. in our area. Uh, And we'll we'll have to see how it is getting work because with COVID and everything, there's been, um, you know, People are needing work, so. But I think there's a few places. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, it's been a pretty exciting week at our home, and we're getting by and uh, getting pretty excited for school starting. Last week we uh, put out one about going to school during a pandemic and everything. And would you believe it? We have listeners from India. So if you're listening this week... Uh, Wait, really? Yeah, we have listeners from India. How did you check that? Oh, with our uh, podcast, uh, you know, uh, server provider thing that uh-huh. we hook them up through. It gives us analytics and we can see where people are from. So we have listeners from India, Japan, Australia, and United States and Canada. So welcome. Um, I don't believe that. <laughs> I'll show you after. It's pretty cool. I so, sure it's not like a VPN or something? It could be a VPN. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would go, you know, through the issue of throwing a VPN on saying they're from India just to listen to our podcast. No, some people just have it on just to like... Oh, all the time? Yeah, just to yeah. like, because VPNs tell, uh, mm-hmm. to help you with yeah. uh, online safety. All the way, uh, either way, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, that's. I, I thought that was pretty funny mm-hmm. to notice that. Um, there's something I... Uh, for those of you that uh, are listening, I'm going to describe here what I'm going to share with Max. And, uh, oh, where's my phone? Right there. Oh, yeah, it's recording our video. <laughs> Do you want to use mine? That is, that is, no, no, it's okay. I'll find it through here. That is such a dad thing to do, isn't it? I do it too. <laughs> Actually, I want to change. Will this let me change my channel? Switch account. Or switch account? Yeah. 
go to sign in again. So go here. This is this this is another thing where um, parents are so good for kids. Did you click on the icon? This one? Yeah. I am. Where's switch account? It was just there, wasn't it? Uh, try that thing that says paused. Oh, this will be amazing for your audio listeners. <laughs> yeah, sign in again. Okay. If I do the video, I'm going to have to blur the screen because you're just going through all your personal for me. <laughs> you got to remember, okay. You yeah. keep saying, like, the uh, town we live in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want people to know that. We don't want them to know where we live? No, we want our privacy. Oh, well, I don't think we're going to get ever famous enough that people are going to care. Yes, in the future, try to leave out real personal information. <laughs> Oh, switch accounts. Here we go. Oh, frick. I don't know. Oh, gee. Let's just go to YouTube. Um, okay. Well, I was Oh, on, fuck. Um, now I remember what you're doing. YouTube, YouTube the other day. I found all these, like, old educational videos. But uh, I have it, like, saved on my phone. That's just how smart dads are. Um, you remember the title of it? Yeah. Puberty. Oh yeah, here it is. Do we do the whole thing or, oh, let's start with this one. Okay. How long is it? Six minutes. Here we go. You guys can listen to Maybe I'll start shaving soon. Come on, we better get a move on or we'll be late for class. Yes, shaving is part of it. And there were still other changes. Some of these things most kids knew about, while others didn't. Hey, you know something? No, what? I had a wet dream last night. Wet dream? Are they fixing it? Okay, he said are I they, had... No, no, are they fixing a lawnmower while just they're, talking yeah. about that? Yeah, they're, they're sharpening the blades on their push mower. Okay, and, and now it's hard to hear because that it, it's not the best sound, right? It's, it's most, old. It's film. But he said... So I had a wet dream last Who night. Who the fuck talks to their friends? Like with that stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe they did in the 1950s. But I know I never talked to my friends about wet dreams. Fucking, I never. I, I don't either. Yeah. So it's it's obviously this is very scripted and just an opportunity to get kids talking about it on TV. So let's continue. Oh, you know, some sperm comes out of your penis. Sperm? Yeah. Sort of a sticky stuff. Guy's part of a baby. I fucking hate this. Didn't your brother ever tell you about that? No, he never says much about anything. Fuck it, why would you want your brother to talk to you about this? <laughs> so, anyway, so I wouldn't want my brothers talking to me about that. Yeah. Well, they're best friends. They're not brothers, but I guess he's like, hey, yeah, did no, your no, brother? No, no, he asked, didn't your brother tell oh, you about yeah. this? Yeah. Why do you have to rely on your brother to tell you about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't sex education like a thing in school? Oh, I'm sure it was much different back then. Yeah. Yeah, if they even had it. Because mm-hmm. that was something that... You I mean, supposed- even in America, uh, multiple states don't require it. No, and some of it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's... Rather than talking about proper sex education, it's all about... Abstinence is abstinence. the only thing, yeah. that, like, Especially, like, down in Texas and places like mm-hmm. that. It's only, you know, abstinence only. 
They don't even teach you about condoms. No. <laughs> but uh, it's the sticky white stuff that comes out of your penis. <laughs> this isn't normal. This isn't a normal conversation no. for like an entire fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I think you act more like a friend than you do a dad. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Come on. What dad doesn't want to embarrass their kid? This is very different. Is it? Okay, let's continue. So that means you can start a baby. There's a difference between a dad joke and fucking this shit. It was something new to Bill, this business of nocturnal emissions, just as a lot of other things were new. Growing up is a time of change. Everything seems to happen at once. Uh-uh, <laughs> the coat that is bland. Well, you get those from your parents. Hey, what is this? You all taking the afternoon off? Hey, coach. Didn't you say it was glands that made guys different? Yeah, that's right. Well, today in biology class, Mr. Davis said we're all different because of our parents. That's right. I meant the way your body develops at puberty. Puberty? Good then. Well, that'd take a little explaining. Maybe later, huh? Yeah, but when? Well, how about after practice this afternoon? Okay, how many people talk to their coach or gym teacher about sex? Yeah. Like, how bad was it back then that... No one knew anything about it or talked about. It. I, you don't have the internet. Like, the thing is, you like, like uh, <laughs> for my sex, uh, for my sex education, uh, when I was in middle school, mm -hmm. uh, the gym teachers did actually help out talking okay. about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're trained in the body probably better than uh, other than the science teachers. Mm -hmm. They probably do better than like social studies and English. Teachers, but like the so. thing is, uh, the gym teachers in the school, mm -hmm. they also did like math and science. They, oh, they did way okay. too much, mm -hmm. and they weren't good at it. <laughs> they should have stuck with gym, but it's just yeah, they yeah. didn't have enough funding or something. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they had to teach other things. Mm -hmm. You know, to get a degree in phys ed or kinesiology, you have to you know pretty good science. Mm -hmm. So, But whether or not they're good teachers, that's a totally different they thing. Good. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when I was a kid, we had sex ed too, and you were given – back then – you know, and I think still in Alberta, because sex ed is such a, you know, when you have a, a, a culture in an area that has so many religious people, especially Christians, you know, they think you're not supposed to learn about sex until you're an adult. Yeah. And all you're supposed to know about sex is... Abstain. Don't do it. You know, that it's the devil trying to make you want to have sex. And having sex is just this evil thing and... You know, makes devil spawn babies and uh, you're going to all die and your penis is going to fall off because you have some STD or something. And I don't even know if they go that far to say enough, but okay. it's just this like, don't do it. Isn't there a thing where uh, people say if you jack off enough, you'll go blind? Uh, there, okay, when I was a kid, there was the stories that if you masturbated too much, you would go blind. If you masturbated, you would grow hair on your hands and then everyone could tell. That you were a masturbator because you would have hairy hands. Couldn't you just shave it? <laughs> I don't get it. I suppose you could. I mean, there's so many workarounds. <laughs> I mean, with all of religion, you, there are so many loopholes. <laughs> there are loopholes big enough you could drive a semi truck through them. I mean, goodness gracious. Oh, but you know, so they would warn us that okay, sex the sex ed part is coming, you know, just so you know. And they would send home these forms. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to get permission from your parent from your parents to go to sex ed class. And 
So that was like the first few years. And then they switched it where um, everyone is going to get sex ed, but they sent home forms that you would have to bring back if you didn't, if your parents didn't want you to go to sex ed. Right. And so you'd, so my mom, um, I think for a while there would sign them and I would just sit out in the hall, mm-hmm. you know, which was so ridiculous because I was probably already sexually active at that point. Right. <laughs> so I should have been learning mm-hmm. what I was doing. But, um, and uh, the only kids that I noticed that weren't doing it mm-hmm. were the Jehovah Witness and the Mormon kids. Right. You know, um, even like the like uh, Muslim kids, like Lebanese kids, all that, you know, they still, I think, stayed in sex ed. I don't know. Right. Maybe it's because their parents couldn't read the forums in English, and so the kids just didn't bother taking them, and so they just went anyway. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Well, I, I think it is because um, you said it was like the Mormons who uh, didn't go into sex education. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. Like, I know some, some, some parents were okay, but I think they would be like, okay, well, you can learn that, but tell us what you're learning so we can correct it. All right. Well, I think because, like, uh, I don't think they like being called Mormons, but I'm just going to do it anyways. Oh, yeah. We're going to call them Mormons for sure. I think they be. I think they prefer to be called, like, Latter-day Saints or something. Yeah. They don't yeah. like being called Mormon because that's the book. But you know what? Guess what their website is? You know, yeah, isn't their, like, their promotional, like, join us website? Mormon.org. Yeah. Okay? So if your website's called Mormon.org, then you're okay with being called Mormon. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think uh, religions like uh, Mormon and Christianity, mm-hmm. they're very opposed to sex. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about other religions. I haven't learned much about them, but I'm sure that they're better with uh, accepting it. Yeah, I again, all religions are about control. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to control people to make them get to heaven, and or their special heaven, and so. It's all about telling people what to do all the time to fit into that, that you know, uh, their idea of what, you know, mm-hmm. the right way to live is. But, you know, again, I don't think, you know, I studied world religions. I don't think any of them have a, a majority of them don't have a very positive approach on sexuality. Mm. You know, maybe Wiccan, right. you know, might have a little more balanced <laughs> view on it and... Um, uh, maybe Baha'i. I I don't know what Baha'i faith's you know uh, approach to sexuality is. Baha'is basically believe that everyone's right. Right. So it's like there's multiple paths to God. You just got to be a good person, kind of thing. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. You know, I know a few Baha'i people, and I've been to um, a couple patients that are Baha'i, and I've attended one or two of their meetings because they asked me to come. Um, but that's about all I know about it. Is they're pretty open, right? Um, but uh, in 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 all of it, there's just this really unhealthy relationship with sex, and you know, we just kept perpetuating this unhealthy relationship because people don't. They were always taught, "Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it." Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is kids are going to have sex. They're going to fool around. They're going to do things. And if you don't teach them properly what it is and what the the real consequences are. That's why we get so many teenage pregnancies. That's why we get... And it's interesting. As kids have been having more and more sex, mm-hmm. and sex is more available, 
like on the internet and, you know, being taught more in schools and all the things, guess what's happened with teenage pregnancies? It's gone down. It's gone way down. Like when I was in high school, it was huge. It was a real problem. And, um, you know, especially in, and, and guess what, you know, areas have the highest teenage pregnancies when I was a kid. Those we call the Bible belts, like, mm. you know, all through Southern Alberta, um, you know, the Southern U.S. states always had more teenage pregnancy. And what is the common denominator? It's the education about sex. And the more you talk about it and the more you prepare kids, the um, less there's problems around it. Yeah. Let's, let's continue on. This isn't a very long video, but it is freaking hilarious. Sure, great. Okay, but we've got work to do now. Come on, let's yeah, get out there. Come on, fellas. That coach's pants are way too high. So that <laughs> afternoon in the locker room, I started answering some of the boys' questions. Hey, you having a meeting? No, just talking. I think his pants are that high and baggy to hide all the boners he's got for the little boys. <laughs> no, because, fuck, that's really weird that you say that because, uh, I don't know if I want to say this, but in my middle school, there's a gym teacher that everyone called a pedophile. Because <laughs> he was so fucking weird. He did so much weird shit. <laughs> I am not joking. I'm fucking... <laughs> okay, sixty percent sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, just easy. There. Yeah, I've had some pretty creepy teachers in the past. <laughs> some that scared the crap out of us. I remember even once we were doing a like a. Um, I was in elementary school. My brother was in junior high. Mm-hmm. The junior high was having like an air band contest. You know what an air band is? I got no fucking clue. So an air band is everyone pretends they have the instruments. Oh, right. Okay. And they do it along to a song. Right. Okay. And so I was the drummer because no one wants to be the drummer. Mm-hmm. You know, so they brought me up from grade Why not? six or whatever. I don't know. Back then, no. Isn't drumming like the, the easiest? You just got to. I know, but everyone wanted to do the guitar, pretend to sing, right? Right. So anyway, we're at the, at the junior high doing this. And one of the teachers is, you know, like there's, you know, lots of kids and other teachers. And there's one teacher that was kind of guiding it. Mm-hmm. and was the judge or whatever. So anyway, like, I think we got through our song, and then, like, the next one, and then this girl comes running in, you know, and that's him, that's the man that raped me, and, like, <laughs> pointing out the teacher! And it was this big to-do, it was crazy, and he eventually <laughs> lost his teaching license. Holy shit. Yeah, there was stuff going on. There's always weird, like, I, I think it's harder for teachers to hide shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because back then no one cared yeah. about kids as much as we do now. You know, they and no just, one listened to kids. Was really yeah. Yes. I think that was the big part. No one listened to kids. Yeah, before so, we start that again. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that thing with Netflix? Which one's that? Uh, so I'm not quite. I don't remember the details correctly, but um, I think there was this French film. Uh, and it was about kids, and uh, Netflix went to put it on their uh, platform, mm-hmm. and they sexualized the hell out of the children. Really? Yeah, it's really oh, gross. Was that like they're all wearing makeup and stuff? And was it one of those ones where they're like beauty contestants? Or no, because like for the art of it, they really sexualized the children. Oh, in the thumbnails and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And everyone, rightly so, got angry at Netflix, and Netflix from what I know, aren't, like, 
distancing themselves from pedophiles. Hmm. They're like, they're wary on the subject, which they shouldn't be. They should be like, if it's quite clear. <laughs> yeah. They should be, we're, we're not associated with pedophiles. They're, it's gross what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm not going to Google that. Yeah, it's but, crazy. Yeah, but Netflix is like in hot water because they're accused yeah. of like sympathizing with pedophiles. It's funny too. I was in that me- I was in a meeting last night. Uh, a um, uh, what do they call those uh, online video? Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> Bro, it happens to me too. It just goes to show that <laughs> I have I never do Zoom, so I don't work from home. <laughs> but we were. Um, in, in a meeting, and it was for our parents with kids who are trans or gay. Right. And we're, you know, talking about things. And the teacher who runs the, GS, run the GSA at her junior high, she was mm-hmm. talking about how, you know, the kids were making up, like, posters and with the terms of all the different um, um, sexual preferences mm-hmm. and identities, right? Did someone put map up there? No. One of the, the kids were – so they're going through, like, these different um, – uh, sexual preferences and, and you know, viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to make one for pedophiles. That's a thing. Because in their mind, you know, just thinking about it, they're like, oh, well, there's some people that are attracted to boys and some that are attracted to girls. And some I just want to make it very clear. Children. There's a difference between gender and age. Yeah. There's a very big difference. Yes. And that's so the teacher had to explain this to the kids that, you know, that is not a... You know, mm-hmm. an ex- that will never be an acceptable. Yeah, we shouldn't preference. normalize pedophilia. Yes. And pedophiles are trying to normalize themselves. They're yeah. calling themselves MAPS, which is uh, minor attracted persons. Oh, really? Yeah. They're trying to squeeze themselves into the uh, LGBTQ. Huh. But no one wants them there because pedophiles are bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if, like, okay, let's say you're attracted to someone who's underage, um, you do nothing. You wait till they're older, then you marry them. You should wait, yeah. That's okay, you know, like that's still a little weird. Yeah. But at least you're obeying the laws and protecting that child. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unlike Woody Hill, what is it? Woody Allen. (laughs) Who's Woody Allen? Woody Allen is a director, and him and his wife adopted an Asian girl. Uh And before she was 18, he divorced his wife and married his adoptive daughter. That's so fucking weird. Something weird like that. Yeah, it is totally out of there. So, you know, that is like we can never allow pedophilia mm-hmm. to become we normalized it. because it's the children don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You have to wait until you're old enough to understand that. And, you know, along this line, which is really interesting, is in the, you, you know, there's one country that has the highest child marriage rate of any country in the world. Guess which country that is? Um, I don't know. United States. That makes sense. And so there's, there's certain states that children can't be married, but there's a whole whack load of states that children can be married with their parents' permission. That's fucked up. So there's some that there's is like, where it's like a religion or whatever that they, you know... Marry them off early, mm-hmm. and they just sign off so these men can marry their daughters. Or how could you do that with a clear conscience? Oh, I know. And then there's other instances where people are basically selling that right to marry their daughter to people. You know, there's so many effed up things happening 
in this world that we can't, just don't talk about and don't change fast enough. Can't the child just like say, I don't want to marry this person or they they're not an adult, so they don't have that right. Can you believe how oh, messed wait, up that fucking, is? Really? Yeah. So the child may not want it. But they have no the choice? Parent, yes. Yeah. How can that be a thing? Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is you could convince that child that this is the right thing. Right. Because right? all you have to do is know the judge who are elected. Uh-huh. So if you're donating enough money to that judge, they're going to sign off on anything. And it's just messed up. Uh-huh. So there's there's all kinds of weird things going on that when we don't talk about it. It just happens. It keeps so. happening and is normalized. Yeah. So let's continue on with this. Per- yeah, but I, I just want to make it clear. Sure, yeah. Uh, if anyone has like map in their bio, in their bio, that means uh, minor attracted persons. They're a pedophile. Stay away from them and like report them. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea about that. Mm. The things you learn when you talk to your son. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. Let's continue on with coach here. Down if you want to. Let's see. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Well, each of us is different from the day we're born. No two people are exactly alike. Some of those differences are inherited from our parents. See, I said so. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work and our bodies begin to change. But where are these glands? Yeah, and what's puberty? Well, puberty, well, puberty's a lot of things. Mainly though, it's a time of change. For you, it means your bodies are changing from boys to men. You mean like having to shave? Say, when's the guy start shaving anyway? Oh, when the hair there isn't any grow? special age. You're all going to start at different times. That's because everybody matures according to his own body's rules. In general, everybody grows broader in the shoulders, the ribs, and the pelvis. Your arm and leg bones grow longer, and so does your back from the neck to the buttocks. But everybody doesn't develop at the same time or in the same way. Jim, for instance, is uh, bigger all over than you, Pete. Damn, Jim. (laughs) Look at that big chubby Jim. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to pause here. It just reminded me of how weird all these little sex education videos are. Mm -hmm. So when I was in junior high... They, in, in one of our sex ed classes, they had prepared this video for us to watch. And I'm trying to remember if, I think they had two videos. Mm-hmm. There's one that they wanted the girls to watch and one for the guys to watch. Right. So I think it was, um, there must have been a video on boy changes and one on girl changes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, they broke us up. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they thought, oh, they're just going to giggle and be all weird if both sexes are in the room. Something Mm. like this. I mean, they are because, you know, children. So they had us watch this video about girls uh, getting their period and that whole process. All right. So you understand. Yeah. So we know what's going on and all that. And that was totally fine. We had no problem with learning about. Oh, did they show you like birth? No. Miracle of life? No, that was later on. But this particular video. So it has a, I can't remember if it was a woman or a girl that was kind of narrating and explaining what's happening. Um, But they're talking about, um, you know, at this certain age, girls have a period and going through it, explaining it. And then what they do is they show, they had this Down syndrome girl who's in puberty. 
Right. And they were using her as the model of what it's like to have their period and everything. So they're showing her, um, you know, how to use a pad, mm -hmm. I think it was. And so they're showing her on the toilet, removing her pad, dropping her underwear, removing her pad, putting a new one on, all of this. Completely, you know, like, that's, that's down. That's weird. And, you know, doing all this. And what I was amazed with back then is almost every boy in that room, we had no problem with learning about the period and everything. Mm -hmm. But we were, we were hurt and, like, weirded out with the fact that they took advantage of that Down syndrome girl. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what other girl would be okay with, Right. Dropping their pants and showing, you know, their bloodied, um, you know, uh, pad and, and doing all that on camera for everyone to see. Yeah. We just felt right. like they'd taken advantage of that girl and it made us all sick to our stomachs. Uh -huh. We were so mad at the teacher. We verbally expressed that and said, you should never show this to anyone. Yeah, because that's fucked up. And then, we, and then when we got back together with the girls, we're telling all the girls what we'd watched and what had happened and how messed up it was, and mm -hmm. they all kind of agreed. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. It was like out of the twilight zone. Like, what parent thought, you know, what educational you know, well, minister what person? thought this was okay to take advantage of a child in that way? Messed up. Mm -hmm. It was so weird and... Just uh, took away from what that lesson was trying to teach us. Mm -hmm. yeah. What's interesting, too, is I notice online now, like, again, when you're on Instagram, everything shows up in your stuff. And so there's these videos now of, like, girls showing guys um, pads mm -hmm. and asking them, you know, what they do with them. And they play it up for the camera. You think so? Oh, absolutely. You, you hope so, because none of them know, like, they appear like they don't know. And oh, no, like, they play it up for the camera. Oh, it's all for theatrics. Oh, you stick it on your underwear? I thought you just taped it to your coochie. Or <laughs> they were saying. Yeah, it's all for theatrics. <laughs> okay, good. Because I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Because no one's going to watch so a video. Of, to talk to those boys. Because no one's going to watch, like, a video where a guy's like, okay, yeah, I, I know how to do this. I've been to oh. sex education. They play it up oh, for the okay. camera. All right. Okay, here we go. That just means he started filling out earlier. You'll catch up. George now is growing tall instead of filling out. Mike is more like Jim. Ben will be tall, probably, and big all over. Well, everybody is just naturally a little different. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was that? Hey, I'm going to get big all over and tall. Take that, bitches. Look at the look on his face. Hey. <laughs> hey, Fonzie there is like all Damn, that. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Really a little different. Yeah, but where do these glands come in? Well, it's the sex glands or testes that actually get these changes going. They call them testes. Testes. Instead of testicles. Maybe a diagram will help. Here's the penis and the scrotum that holds the testicles or testes inside. Now, when you're around 14, maybe sooner, maybe later, the testes start making a chemical substance called a hormone. It's this hormone that causes the changes. It enlarges the penis itself and starts hair growing here and under your arms and on your face. It even affects your voice, makes it deeper. It also makes you grow thicker or taller or both. I remember in junior high we had one friend. Of course, we had, I think like a, a lot of our 
um, like Indian friends, like in junior, like in elementary school, are already getting little mustaches. Right. You know, like our East Indian friends. Um, but then my friend Richard, he's. St- he started shaving, like, because he wanted a beard so bad like his dad. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, shaving regularly all through elementary. And by the time, I think it was every seventh grade eight, he had, like, basically a full beard. <laughs> how, does, how does shaving make your beard grow faster? I don't understand that. It doesn't. It's just this tale that, like, if, if anything, I think each time you grow it out, let it grow, shave it down, grow, shave it down. Like, giving that opportunity for it to grow out mm-hmm. as much as it can and then shave it down and going again shaving every day doesn't necessarily help beard growth right but giving that opportunity for those follicles to thicken and you know actually grow out i think it can help but he was convinced that that was what it was doing but right he had a by the time he graduated high school he had a pretty thick beard and he was a redhead and so he had this big red beard yeah it's funny because it was like we were friends since we were grade five and I don't know, because so, so certain names have, um, like, these built-in nicknames. Mm-hmm. So, like, Will uh, and Jim, I think it is. Or Will and Bill. William becomes Bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard. Dick, yeah. Dick. We had no idea about that. No one ever taught us that one, that connection. Because if we all knew that his name was Dick, we would have just... Laid into him with that. Right, so you called day. him Rich instead? Yeah, Richard, because we didn't know there was the the, the dick thing. Mm-hmm. We did call him Firecrotch, though. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> his pubic hair was red. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> that makes sense? <laughs> Kids are so dumb. I mean, it makes sense, but, like, that's weird. We were sure call your friend yeah. anyway. Firecrotch. <laughs> Just made me think of that. That hormone. Is that what you call sperm? No, sperm is something else. Sperm is made in the testes, too. Do you all know what sperm is? Yeah, it's the guy's part of the baby, isn't it? That's right. But how does it get out from the testicles? Through tubes, here. There's one from each testicle. Goes up, down again, through a storage place, and out into the penis. Now, when the penis erects, gets hard, the sperm can come out in what's called an ejaculation. <laughs> God damn, when you write it in cursive, just yeah. such beautiful cursive. He has really nice handwriting. <laughs> He's written ejaculation a lot. <laughs> Not every time, though. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, sometimes the penis gets hard without... Well, uh, oh, without an ejaculation of sperm? Oh, yes, that's right. You see, all it's of like the fake awkwardness. Is an increase yeah. in blood in the penis, which is made up mostly of sponges. Now, when something excites us sexually, this tissue fills up with blood, and the whole organ is extended or hard, uh, erect. Sometimes that just happens by itself, doesn't it? You know, like in the morning. Oh, yes, you don't have to be thinking about sex to have an erection. Pressure from a full bladder can cause it, or rhythmic movements of the body. Uh, Damn, so you, can, so you can just really have to pee and then get an erection? <laughs> well, uh, sometimes the body will use that mechanism to stop you from wetting yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there's, 
um, what is the, there's a mechanism within it that stops you, that, that closes the vas deferens off from urine mm-hmm. so that only sperm can go through when it's hard. Right. So, um, because, you know, that's one tube. <laughs> you don't want both things coming out at once. Mm-hmm. So it shuts it down so you can only ejaculate when it's hard, not right. pee as well. So it kind of um, uh, protects that. You don't want to mix urine with that and mm-hmm. kill off the sperm. So, but the, so the body will give you a hard on to try to stop you from wetting yourself right. while you're sleeping or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't remember what the stat is on how many uh, erections men get in a day. And it's like 50 plus. Really? Yeah. Majority of them happen while you sleep. Um, but then a lot will just happen, you know, just while you're walking around. Right. Yeah. I remember one of my buddies in high school used to always say that, uh, the math wing always caused hard-ons for some weird reason. Cause he'd always get a boner in math class. And I'd be like, who is in your math class? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that in, like, like specifically in the math class as well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe cause we're like. So bored of listening to math, our mind wanders off into sex. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, it, it's weird how both our generations, it was specifically the math class. Yeah, I know. What is like, going it, it on? It wasn't in science. It wasn't in, like, yeah. English or socials. Yeah. It was in math. What the fuck's up with that math? That is so weird. You'd think it'd be in, like, Because math is definitely not erotic. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy math, and I don't, I don't enjoy it that much. Yeah. <laughs> Riding say. Yes, George. Does an erection, well, does that mean you have too much sperm and you ought to get rid of it? Get rid of it? No. But sometimes your body will do that by itself at night. It's called a nocturnal emission or wet dream. Does that? Well, I was told it had something to do with pimples and stuff. Is that right? No. What? <laughs> Is he trying to say that if you don't get rid of the sperm, you'll get pimples? Or is it that, like... <laughs> or is it just that, like, the hormonal connection? Is that what he's trying to say? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> if you don't pop your pimples, you're fucking cooing <laughs> the night? Okay, <laughs> do you want to hear another funny story? Okay. Um, so, I... we've met, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before with this one, that I'm an ex-Mormon. Mm-hmm. That I served as a missionary. You've mentioned it so many times. Okay, yes. So, as a missionary, um, and, and in the Mormon religion, like... It's crazy, because you, you mention your ex-Mormonism more than you mention than your veganism. Well, I'm not a true vegan. I'm not 100% vegan, that's for sure. No, nah, but like most vegans but, like mention it all the time. Oh, you just yeah. mention the fact that you're yeah. Mormon all the time. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> There's not weird, creepy stories about being a vegan. There mm-hmm. is about being a Mormon. So, anyway... <laughs> Um, Mormons just like fear masturbation and pornography mm-hmm. like it's, you know, the end of the world. So like it is, they don't even usually like even to talk about it. Okay. Um, especially masturbation. Pornography, for some reason, they're absolutely obsessed with it and they talk about it all the time. Um, that they don't like pornography. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Um, but with, uh, so missionaries, like no masturbation, right? Right. You can't date, you can't call, you can't, 
uh, watch TV. You can't go to the beach. You can't. There's you can't do anything as a missionary right. but preach. Okay. So, but particularly with masturbation, they're very concerned with it. And there's this like little handout, little pamphlet thing that they give missionaries. And it was written by Boyd K. Packer, which was uh, I think I've heard of one it. of the angriest, you know, uh, church leaders there was. And so he wrote this like article about masturbation. This guy is not a scientist. Right. He's not a doctor. He doesn't know a thing about mm. this. But he makes up this idea about it so to discourage people from masturbating, especially young men. So he talks about how the testes are a factory and they create sperm. Okay. Oh, is he saying that like eventually you won't be able to have a sperm? No, but just that the more you ejaculate, the more the factory produces. So the more you want to masturbate, you know, that the more you masturbate, the more you have to masturbate. I guess that makes sense. No, it makes no sense at all. No, that's no, not no. how the body works. I get it, but like obviously that's not how it works. Yeah. So he's, I understand how he got there. Yeah. So he's like telling these young men, stop stimulating the factory and it'll stop producing so much. Yeah, that's definitely not how that works. No. But <laughs> something like the that's the thing with the Mormon church that really bugs me is all these white old men in positions of power that have no training or education in anything they're talking about. And they're telling everyone how to live their lives and how to act. Speaking of white men who hate jacking off, uh, did you know <laughs> Kel- no, no, Kellogg's? Uh, uh-huh. Yes, Kellogg, yes. He originally makes. Uh, he originally made Kellogg's to have people stop jacking off. Yeah, he had some some reason. Had this idea that um, good tasting food. No, 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 no. What was what was the? Because there's this, this bland cereal would yeah, somehow yeah. stop you the from masturbating. The blandest, most unappealing cereal. Because mm-hmm. if the cereal's not appealing you, if it doesn't give you any kind of stimulation, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to jack off. What kind of world was it that back then that cereal made you want to masturbate? Well, the sugar, you know, it gets it gets you excited. It stimulates you. Oh, so it was about the sugar, you think? I don't know. Because I don't think there was a lot Listen, of sugar cereals back then, was there? I'm as educated on Kellogg's reason to make cereal <laughs> as Kellogg's <laughs> is on what jacking off does yeah, to you. Yeah, okay, exactly. So I can say whatever yeah, the fuck I but want. But that is very true. I, I did hear that. That was his whole purpose behind that, yeah. was to somehow curb masturbation. Yeah. And I gotta say, anyone who eats Kellogg's probably doesn't get much. <laughs> no one wants to fuck a dude who eats Kellogg's. Oh, no, you see, when you reach puberty and all these changes. Wait, can you pause it again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony the Tiger, he's part of Kellogg's, right? I think he is, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say. So, <laughs> it's really weird. I'm not sure if I want to say this, but um, you know what furs are, right? What? You know what furries are, right? Furries, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so people that dress up in uh, costumes of, like, uh, yeah, the, stu- giant stuffed animals. Right, they they uh, like to associate themselves with animals. So mm. what a part of the furry fandom did was... um, They, they kind of sexually harassed Tony the Tiger. Okay. Like, they posted lewd pictures of him on his oh. Twitter. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, full of them, like... So they're trolling, you know, yeah. the tiger on Twitter. Which is really funny, because the original idea of Kellogg's was to stop people from getting mm-hmm. horny, and people got horny because of Tony the Tiger. <laughs> and it got to the point where the official Twitter of Tony the Tiger had to make a statement, like, 
keep our Twitter fr- uh, family friendly. Uh-huh. Like, children eat our cereal. Can you fucking stop? Because <laughs> kids are following the Twitter account for Tony the Tiger. I don't think they're like. T- uh, I think it's a possibility. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Calm down, people. This is Twitter. There's not kids on Twitter mm-hmm. following your cereal. But, like, it's. Yeah. <laughs> they want to keep their brand kid friendly yeah, so they don't totally. want people to. Yeah. To sexualize their mascot. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But things on the crazy are fu- uh, The things on the internet are crazy. Yeah. Oh, the internet. Everyone's just bored to make something wild and crazy. And it, they're top. completely unanimous. Uh, un- what's the word? Hmm? Uh, anonymous. Anonymous. There we go. Mm-hmm. So they can say whatever they want without getting yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what Coach has to say about her, uh, ejaculation here. There are a lot of plans involved. Not just the sex glands. For instance, there's one in the back of the brain called the pituitary. And then there's the thyroid glands here in the neck. Now, some things about these glands are still a mystery. But we do know that a hormone from one can affect the others. And in a lot of people your age, this may partly cause skin trouble. Well, what can you do about it? Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. He'll tell you what to do. It can be cleared up pretty well these days. Hey, it's about time. Hey, could we go on with this tomorrow? Yeah, how about it? Sure, okay. Come on down early, huh? I do believe the okay. best advice you gave throughout the entire talk was mm-hmm. go to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just worried about the, hey, <laughs> Coach, can we meet early tomorrow to talk uh-huh. more about sex with you? That is a bit weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So I, I really wanted to share that with you uh-huh. because I thought it was pretty dang funny. How long have we been recording for? Nearly uh, an hour? Almost an hour. So we're getting near the end here because <laughs> people don't want to listen to this too much longer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised you made an entire podcast on that video. <laughs> it was like six minutes long, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the... D- <laughs> if you like this kind of content. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Rack. Yeah, so in the comments, because we'll get these videos up eventually. It's just really hard to get, like, the video itself, because... Yeah, I know. We're, we'll figure it out. It's hard to transfer out, because the files are so big. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, still those, uh, you know, our, our loyal listeners in India, uh, we're here for you, bringing you good, funny content. Did you say Japan as well? Hmm? Did you say Japan yeah, as well? Japan and, you know, there's some in the United States, mostly Canada right now. But, uh... Yeah. So, again, you know, there is all kinds of crazy ways to have a discussion with your kids. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's less weird than watching a uh, sexual uh, health video from the 50s. But why not? That's something you can share together where this is a little uncomfortable and weird and you Mm -hmm. can both make fun of it together. Right, yeah. And then if there's like, you know, oh, well, hey, how were you taught about that, dad? Mm-hmm. What was it like in your school? You know, it's hard for kids to sit down and just, when you say to a kid, tell me about your day. Mm-hmm. Are they going to tell you about their day? I never talked about my day. No. I just I, said, that was good. Yeah, I know. I ask all the time. It's hard to for kids to kind of think about those things. And, you know, to them, there's nothing really no, news or noteworthy. 
Um, at times, there's things that happen in school they're not ready to talk about or don't want to talk to you about because it's just between them and their friends. Yeah, so how's your day isn't really a good way to strike up conversation. No, no it's not. But to f- find either common ground or something together that you can both laugh at and have fun with. So if there's particular things you want to talk about, whether that's sexuality, whether that's... Um, drugs. Uh, drugs or whatever. You know, sit down and watch something together, talk about it, express about it, find uh, the fun in it, and, you know, try to find something to share that... Um, and listen to can both share listen together. to both sides of the conversation. Don't completely uh, throw everything your parent says or your teenager says. Like listen to it, mm-hmm. take it in, and think about it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely room to, um, you know, share each other's point of view. We often, as a parent, want to judge real quick what our kids are doing or saying, and tell them what is right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things out there that um, no one's right about because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And when we put our beliefs rather than truth ahead of what's right, you know, because a lot of times there's no real truth to that. Yeah, it's all subjective. Sometimes yeah. it's just... It depends on how you feel and where you're at in your life. But to flat out tell a kid, no, this is it and this is, you know, this is just because. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help a child understand... Um, your point of view or your experience. You can't put your feelings into like things that are that have actual facts behind them, and you can't say something is purely factual if it's purely um, subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of things that we think are the right way to do things as parents could be completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not that it's it's the right thing. It's just that's what we were taught, mm-hmm. and. Each generation has taught things that aren't necessarily right or true or right helpful. or right. They're not necessarily yeah. right or wrong. It's because the thing with right or wrong, the thing about morality is it changes constantly. Yeah. Because back in the old days with like slavery and stuff, they thought that was right. We now believe that that's wrong, which I completely agree with. Because my whole idea of morality is based around. If someone's not bothering anybody, leave them alone. You know, because mm-hmm. if don't hurt anybody, don't be an asshole. Yeah, like that's that's what you should base your entire morality around. Don't be an asshole and stop others from being assholes. Yeah, and unfortunately, people think morality is strictly based off religion, mm-hmm. where that's the only place we get morality from. Well, that's so far beyond the case because religion used to say that. You know, slavery is okay. Mm-hmm. That you could rate and beep your wife and children. Right. That you could, that, you know, blacks couldn't have the priesthood or be in the church. You know, that, um, and on and on and on. And, you know, we used to, that gay people were deviants. And all these things that we were taught were religious facts. Right. And over time, people, not the religions, but people said, Hang on. This is hurting other this people. This is hurting We're putting other people. people down. This isn't right. We need to change. And then the church followed suit. Eventually. Mm-hmm. In, in every case, in every religion, you know, now there's like, hmm, slavery isn't a good idea. Yeah. You know? And, you know, some are adapting to true morality faster. Mm-hmm. 
Because the thing is, morality is never something cast in stone. Morality evolves. Uh-huh. And it evolves right along with us as humans. So as we find better ways to care for each other and to find more um, equality and equity in the world, our morality changes with it. Uh-huh. Because if the Christian religion was the true morality, then, you know, women wouldn't be able to vote, own property. You know, they could be beaten and raped. Um, you uh, couldn't eat shrimp or mixed textiles or whatever. Like these like are shrimp? all. Shrimp? Yeah, because in the Bible it says you can't eat shrimp. Really? Yes. <laughs> what? That's. And you can't have mixed textiles in your clothing so it can only be one type so you can't have a cotton poly blend it can only be cotton that's that's a stupid thing to like complain about i know but that's what it's all about religion is just all these things you can complain about and try to control people with so over time they realized gee the the people not the religion Mm -hmm. the people in the religion decided that's kind of dumb we're not going to follow that rule anymore yeah so it's just a metaphor or it's just, you know. You don't need a thousand yeah. metaphors to not be a dick. <laughs> to quote Bo Burnham. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. So in the end, you know, we've evolved as a people. Religions haven't. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if you're, if God is really the head of your religion, then you should be evolving a lot faster. Mm-hmm. You know, because people of that aren't of faith have known for a long time that those things aren't good and don't do them. Yeah. And we're struggling with people of faith, you know, because <laughs> learning that they should love everyone despite who they love. That's the difference between a collective and an individual. An individual can grow much faster than a collective. True. Because everyone in that cluster collective has to accept it first. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between people who are sold on, you know, like, I think one of the big problems we're having in the world right now is people are making beliefs facts, mm-hmm. you know, and so they're like, oh, that's uh, fake news or, you know, that there's, well, the people who are putting their moralities right and people who are putting their thoughts and beliefs before what's true and because people believe that um, uh, masks are a political statement. Yeah. It's not. It's a piece. Of, it's a piece of cloth that can save lives. Yeah. It shouldn't be a political statement. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your rights or your freedoms. It's not like, a way to people, muzzle your freedom. <laughs> I hate how people say, "Oh, putting on a mask muzzles my freedoms." Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Oh. Yeah. So, and again, it's these. You know. These are good, smart people, mm-hmm. but they've they've allowed their beliefs to become a part of their identity. Mm-hmm. So when they're yelling about these masks or gay people or whatever, five G, yeah, yeah, all that, yeah, it's they're not yelling against those truths. It's that they've allowed those beliefs to, to define them. who they are and become a part of their their identity. Mm-hmm. Like those things, those things that I fight for and believe for are a huge part of me. They've allowed that to become their identity. Like, you know, a lot of religious people, their religion is their identity rather than who they are as a person. And that's why they can, uh, you know, in their head justify being a jerk 
or mean or unkind to people because, well, I'm religious and this is what my religion says. Mm-hmm. So because you're not following it, I feel justified. I feel okay in being cruel to you. Yeah, I, I try and keep my beliefs apart from who I define myself as. Because mm-hmm. I know if I define myself too much with what I believe, I'll become just like them and I won't be able to change my mind when things change. Yeah, because things will, mm-hmm. you know, just as like one thing the pandemic has proven is science gets better and refined and things change. Mm-hmm. And as that does in the world, we need to be able to adapt with those truths. And, you know, they may only be truth for a time until it's proven differently. You know, and that's the, the problem where people worship a book that was written thousands of nothing, years ago. Nothing is 100% yeah. certain. Yeah. Yeah. So. So if you got through this whole conversation and this weirdness with that video, just the last 15 minutes is worth it because that was a pretty good discussion. Mm-hmm. Good, good for you, Max. You, you're a pretty level-headed kid. Should we? No, I'm thinking like. Should we have the entire podcast and then like that last 15 minutes where we get where we talk about the entire message of the entire thing, like as its own separate video? <laughs> no, because like we I'm could, thinking, we totally could. Because the entire video is good practice on like what you how you can talk to your teenager mm-hmm. better. But the last 15 minutes is like 15 or so minutes is like this is our this is like the over encompassing thing yeah. of. Yeah, we could move things around, or you could make some, you know, make the big clip and then make small, step, smaller clips for YouTube. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you everyone uh, for listening. If you are, thanks um, for watching. If yeah, I finally figure watching. out how to fucking do yeah. the video, we'll get them up soon. And uh, it's just uh, a lot of fun for us to hang out, mm-hmm. be silly, ridiculous, cuss a little, and get a little closer. So hey, if you just want to follow along our journey and. Uh, you know, be a little crazy with us, then that's what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. We'll see what a uh, video Max brings me next time. Because next week he can bring me a video. Oh, I have to bring a video? Yeah. Yeah, I think I can do that. Okay. And we'll just play around with that for a while. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of fun. Anyway, thanks, everyone. We really appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're just out there to put some silly stuff out there on the internet for everyone. And to give you an opportunity to, you know, maybe learn some unique ways to understand your teenager and communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Any last words, Max? Oh, I never do. Uh, <laughs> you you always ask that. Yeah. I, <laughs> Usually you just say, bye. And then he cuts everything. <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, thanks, everyone. We'll see you in, uh, we'll send it out next week. This one should go up fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.